0: Συνεχίζουμε φίλοι μου στο πρόγραμμά μας αυτό που έχει να κάνει με το κορονοϊό 20 λεπτά μετά τις 10 Good morning if you've just tuned in to Hellenic Radio We continue with our special show on uh, coronavirus keeping our community in touch staying positive where we can and finding information that is correct and true On our line we have Dr. Despina uh, Adrianas We are very very grateful to have her uh, ειδικός γιατρός uh, Θα της πω να μας πει λίγο περισσότερα για το ακριβώς πια Good morning to you. Good morning,
1: Yula. Thank you for having me on your show. Dr. Adriana, thank matter. you
0: so much for being with us. Tell us a little bit about your uh, speciality and um, let's get into the coronavirus uh, symptoms okay. and the show.
1: I'm a specialist physician, endocrinologist, currently working at La Fetter Hospital and uh, definitely excited to be talking about the current pandemic facing us.
0: I must say we're very lucky to have you Because there's a lot of misinformation out there And we we want to know We have uh, a lot of elderly listeners At our radio station That listen in uh, continuously And we felt that it would be very important Especially for them To find out what they need to watch out for And what is the true situation With this coronavirus That has become every second word now That we are saying Um, I know that what you were saying earlier You've been speaking to a lot of people And uh, uh, all about this. What has what have you experienced before we go into anything else with this whole pandemic?
1: Look, I've experienced the mass hysteria. So anybody who de- de- uh, develops a cough, a sniffle, a sneeze, they all phone me for testing for the mm. coronavirus. Um, everybody is panic-stricken. The community is really fearful, and a lot of our community have elderly parents living with them. Or, mm. You know, it so to the grandchildren. So there is this global panic out there. Are I'm also in constant communication with people in Greece, people in America, Australia, my okay. colleagues in the USA. And it's a global panic and, uh, you know, searching social media for cures, for right. help Okay. You know. Of course, But we, maybe I can just tell you a little bit about the virus. I don't know how long we've stopped. No, no, we
0: need to hear this. So please okay. give us the lowdown and um, give us the facts so that people know. And also yesterday we spoke about drive-through testing. I'd love for us to go into that as well okay. for people to know what they must do.
1: Okay, so the coronavirus, I think most people already know because they've listened to podcasts and, you know, they've searched social media. It's like viruses that have been around for a long time. So four of them actually caused the common cold, mostly the kids. And three of them have caused major outbreaks. So I don't know if you remember EULA, the SARS, mm-hmm, the MERS. Mm-hmm. I think maybe in the early 2000s, there wasn't such a hype on social media. Okay.
0: Oh, do you <laughs> so think so that my, that's played like a my role? My
1: told me yesterday, she didn't even know that SARS was happening in 2003. Yes. I knew because I was exposed to the hospital. The right. patients, did a panic at the gerbic gen when, when I was working there. Right. But I think... Because everybody's so connected, mm. I think there is mass hysteria out there. What,
0: what you're so saying is very true because we didn't have that instant podcast that no, was going no, around, was instant didn't. message. So
1: the doctors were panicking for the patients, but the patients were, you know, quite happy to carry on and, uh, you know, about their daily activities and, okay. and continue life as we know it. The difference here is that it seems that this new novel coronavirus um, is quite infectious because we've never been exposed to it. So we don't have antibodies. We don't have herd immunity. We don't have vaccines. So it's going right through the community globally. Mm. And what seems to be working at the moment is this lockdown, social isolation. Uh, different countries have followed different things, but we can discuss that just now. Yes. Uh, so, so that's the, the basic thing on this virus. So it's highly contagious. The mortality rate at the moment is still quite low. At one to three percent. I mean, SARS was much higher. Mm-hmm. TB has a higher mortality rate. The big panic is that because we aren't exposed, many people will fall sick at the same time. So, SARS, sorry, Lespinar, uh, you said that um, SARS, was, SARS was more infectious, wow. so it was more aggressive, but less people seem to get infected by it. Okay. This over here is a very what we call high contagion, so it spreads quite quickly. Okay. You know, if we just take the normal flu virus. Then, If someone gets influenza, on on average, they'll expose 1.4 people that they have contacted. Mm. But COVID is 2.6, and maybe three people will be affected.
0: Okay, so it's much more infectious. And
1: also, you're like, we don't have antibodies against it, Mm. So we need to protect the vulnerable people. So people with comorbidities, people that are elderly, people with pre-existing conditions. That's the problem that they had in Italy. Because it went through the elderly population yes. and they all fell sick at the same time and they overwhelmed the doctors, the hospitals, uh, even doctors were getting infected and being put in quarantine. Yes. Doctors, so doctors, doctors
0: of course have become our heroes uh, in this pandemic yeah, not and not only
1: doctors, not know, only doctors. Are, yeah. yeah, the nurses are very frontline, very active with uh, suctioning patients. Mm. Caring for patients, the physios who go into the ICU, the porters who carry the patients, the poor receptionists who sit at the front getting the patients, the casualty workers, you know, the cleaners, everybody in the hospital. So
0: it's so important basically. for us to be aware of all of That's that. You see, thing. we're not actually aware it's as the public of all the people that come into contact with the patients, even as you the say, even the receptionists. who
1: mm. work in the supermarket, they trying to course. sell you food. Of course. They're exposed. Tell me it. about
0: the measures in hospitals not for the healthcare work workers to be protected because what you're telling me now and, and what I've been seeing on on YouTube is that people need to be properly kitted out in terms of protection. Is that happening here? In uh,
1: Look, Do you, you see know, that happening? In South Africa, the doctors do have protection when dealing with suspected uh, coronavirus-positive patients. The NRCD has been brilliant. They send us updated guidelines daily. Uh, most hospitals, governments, private hospitals, are, are you know, really geared up to cope with mm. you know patients that come. They think they have coronavirus. Right. So I'm not allowed to go into more details about the hospitals. You know, we, we No of course that a, you know, because of the poppy act, we can't really discuss certain things about hospitals. Yes. But you know, have faith that the NICD, the doctors, the hospital group. Or, or, like, you know, every day they send us emails and, and protocols and things like okay, that. Okay, so, great. You know, In terms, terms of protecting lot of hype our healthcare on social media, workers. But, you know, the health Department of Health is on top of it. Okay, wonderful. That is good to hear. So, yeah, sorry. I just wanted to tell you about how it spreads. Because right. there's also a big hype about that, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks of maybe aerosol, like smallpox was. Or, mm-hmm. um, you know, you go got to breathe the air, you'll get it. Is it is it contact? Is it that we need
0: to be very mindful of what we're touching, touching our faces, eyes? Is that what it is?
1: So it basically is spread from one person to another through droplets of saliva or mucus. Generally, if someone coughs or sneezes, it will land after a meter, it will drop down to the ground. To be safe, let's say two meters, but one meter is the current expected size. People will breathe in, these infected little viral particles, and, and then it goes in through your nose, through your mouth, through your eyes, and a couple of days later it goes into your lungs where it starts to replicate. Um, another way of getting the virus is you go to the supermarket, you, sh- you touch the collie, you rub your eyes, you rub your nose, you put your hands in your mouth, you know, it transfers the virus into mm. all those uh, active infective points. Uh, Greek people are very amorous, so we're always shaking hands, hugging. <laughs> talking loudly in, you know, in close proximity. <laughs> Avoid that. Okay. So we do need to keep social distance. No more hugging ya, ya. You yeah. can't hug ya down, Can't kiss them. You know, yeah. have to actually keep a bit of a distance. Okay. So we are advocating social isolation, stringent hand washing, soap and water 20 seconds, or if you don't have that, a hand sanitizer over 70% of alcohol. Also just be very not you Lots of people out there are actually selling hand sanitizers. Yes, so, and, and so now you just see see say
0: 70% alcohol, alcohol. Is that usually on the packaging? Um, I, I don't know it if all be. of the sanitizers yeah, are labeled.
1: You, you should ask the people you buy from. Okay. Well, there is a shortage.
0: um, Um, Is is there somewhere where we? Is there a place where the hospital buys their sanitizer? If people don't know, I mean, do do you know the
1: hospital? The hospital is keeping all the hospital stock, Hmm. so I have to source my own. Um, There are suppliers out there. uh, You you know, we'll have to. I don't know somehow circulate that. I can't. can't Yes, of course. Over
0: the next on
1: radio, but there are suppliers out there who still have product.
0: Okay, good.
1: Who still have product? Can yeah, we that's... maybe discuss the topics of masks? Because um, that's another... Yes, I think it's very important, are. yes. So Asians generally, for many years, wear masks to protect themselves. You know, it's not now mm. because of the outbreak. Like when I used to travel to Greece, I used to walk around Athens and find a lot of, you know, Chinese people that wore masks. I think that... Yes, that we've seen. We've of all the... seen. You know, that dealt with previous epidemics. Okay. So that's how they deal with it. The yeah. rest of the world, it, it hasn't really been a cultural thing where really. we got out in public with masks. No. So yes. current guidelines say if you're sick, wear a mask. If you're not sick, don't waste the mask and also don't risk yourself catching the virus because you put the mask on, you touch the trolley, you forget to wash your hands, you adjust the mask, you transfer the virus to you. Mm. You fiddle with the mask because we're not used to this. So, uh, we're not, uh, and, answer, and I, I believe there's a know,
0: specific training for doctors who wear masks in theatres and so forth. There is a training.
1: They, they've all been trained, all yes. doctors that need to wear
0: But we don't, we see we don't have that you're training and we're not aware that there needs to be
1: and a it's training.
0: It's so dangerous
1: because when you're wearing a mask, you, you're not reminded of the fact that you need to wash your hands for 20 seconds and not touch your face. You know, yeah. Because that one take home message I can give all of you, do not touch your face wash your hands. Okay. you know, maintain social distance. When we look at countries like Greece and many other European countries who started the social isolation early on, they have managed to flatten their curve mm. that all doctors are talking about. You know, it's not easy for everybody, especially in South Africa, to practice social isolation. No. And a lot of people have to go to work, they've got to still earn an income, they've got children to feed, you know. It is, so it's not yeah. always easy. The thing is that those of us who can need to do it to protect the vulnerable, the less fortunate, because we need different groups of the population to get sick at different times, so that the medical services can cope with them. If 40 million people get sick at the same time, we're not going to be able to cope with the critically ill. We're going to run out of ICU beds, hospital beds. So that's why We're trying to stagger outbreaks over a longer period of time. Yes. So that you do have access to healthcare facilities. Tell us about the
0: people that are more vulnerable. Let us, um, debunk myths on that. Um, who are the people that need to be extra cautious? Um, what, uh, you know, chronic illnesses Mm -hmm. do we
1: need to aware of? Chronic illnesses, over 60. They just need to practice social isolation more stringently. You know, take the flu vaccine, the pneumococcal vaccine. Try not to kiss and hug their grandchildren. You know, should they, they take the, the vaccine? Yeah, they should. High-risk populations should be vaccinated against pneumococcal and flu vaccine.
0: Is it because so every year there are new strains that maybe that could assist them in um, the
1: vaccine? There would... are new strains, so they change the vaccine depending on the prevalent strains in the Northern Hemisphere, so we get it after. Right. And it does at least prevent them from getting serious complications to influenza at the same time as picking up corona. Okay. Because
0: that's what makes it very ill. Oh, I, you know, see. I see.
1: So we're trying to at least decrease the complications. It doesn't mean that you won't get influenza. You mm. shouldn't develop the complications of influenza.
0: Okay, great. And they can go and get that anywhere now. The flu shot is available for people it's, to go. It's.
1: It's. it's and they rolled it out this week, so they are oh, by next week. It should be quite readily available. Να το πούμε και στα ελληνικά. Να να
0: πούμε για τον κόσμο να το καταλαβαίνει ότι ο γιατρός Dr. Adrianus μας λέει ότι είναι πολύ καλό να πάμε να κάνουμε το εμβόλιο για τη γρήπη, ειδικά στις ευπαθείς ομάδες, γιατί μας εξηγεί ότι καλύτερα να μην έχει κανείς και φλου και μετά το κορονοϊό, γιατί αυτό θα δημιουργήσει και άλλα προβλήματα, άμα το εξηγώ σωστά.
1: Okay, oh, yeah.
0: Okay, so the the flu vax uh, is something Jeremy, that. Can we maybe
1: discuss testing of coronavirus? Please, because. Because inundated by calls all day, everybody wants to rush and get a test.
0: Okay. okay?
1: So current testing is done by the NICD, and that they don't charge for. Mm-hmm. Private labs like Ampas, Lancet, Pathcare, with an average cost of about 1400 but they also restrict who qualifies for the test. So you can't arrive there right. without a doctor's referral letter. The special documents that you fill out. Mm. To the, 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 doctor, to the doctor has to fill out documents. Has, has to fill out the documents. Okay. Because there's a shortage of tests. So if you feel you've got the following symptoms, like a fever over 38, a mm. cough.
0: Over 38, right. Breath, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Fever, cough, shortness of breath, sore throat. Plus a positive travel history or a positive exposure to someone with coronavirus, the suspected coronavirus. If you're a healthcare worker that doesn't have symptoms or, or just a pneumonia that's mm. really responding.
0: But what if you don't know if you were exposed? I mean, I see now that there were two cases that's, in St. Andrews. I, I,
1: I agree with you. But the problem is now the the NICD, because of limited test kits, has set out this protocol we have to follow. But mm. I agree. You know, it's a pity we don't have kits that are sold in chemists that you mm. could just test, you know, positive, negative, sort of like a pregnancy test. Absolutely. And then that you could phone your GP and your specialist and just say, I've just tested positive, what do yes, I do? Yes, exactly. But unfortunately, globally, you know, uh, when I was speaking to my sister last night, she said to me, in Greece now, they've stopped testing. The only test you could come with severe symptoms. Is If they? you've got mild to moderate symptoms, yeah. you'll stay at home. Okay. You they've stopped home. testing Because. Globally, they cannot manufacture enough tests. Mm, so they're trying to save it for the critically ill right. so that they know if they test positive, they'll, they'll try the trial of treatment that mm. Wuhan tried, Italy tried, yes. France, the UK. You yeah. know, Every day we're getting updated with, with treatment guidelines. Because it's such a new condition and we don't have trials, everything is based on clinical experience. Mm. So the data changes every minute. Okay. You know, a good website. Um, I actually, sorry, let me just backtrack. Yes. Uh, I called uh, a very good friend of mine, who's a top ICU specialist in Chicago, mm. just to find out, because they get updated a little bit before us clinically. You know, okay, because they I think I've got over five thousand patients there. Wow. And we're currently sitting on one hundred and fifty known positive wow. patients, <laughs> and uh, he he recommended that people go to like the web CDC dot com website where they post all these up-to-date fact.
0: The Center for Disease Control, basically.
1: Yeah, it's cdc.com. Yes, okay. Yeah. okay. Um, so, that will then tell you what is safe, what isn't safe. Why I actually called in is that I was inundated by messages and phone calls regarding non steroidal anti-inflammatory.
0: Which is one so, thing that I did want to ask you about, yeah, because we've yeah. all received those messages.
1: That's perfect. So, two days ago, I would have advised people, avoid, because that's what we were being told on our medical. Pages and the other doctors, you know, but yes. as of midnight last night, when I spoke to this doctor who was actually sitting to, next to a coronavirus American expert, mm. she was answering my question. She said that there isn't any data currently to prove that non-steroidal are not safe to use in coronavirus patients. So while people are sick. You know yep. what? All non-steroidal have side effects. Asthmatics can't use non steroidals, it'll make the asthma worse, you know. People uh-huh. with kidney disease. So okay, but be, d- d-
0: when you say non steroidal, just be specific the Brufin, for us. Sorry,
1: Brufin, Voltaren, the microdol has Brufen in. Anything where you see Brufen hmm. Brufen, Voltaren, cataflam.
0: So what are I, of, Okay, sorry? I see. So they no, call no. that cataflam, things like kafarinac, things like microdols. All of my those
1: has a non steroidal. So uh, an analgesic, a painful, that has Pinata and Cody does not have a non-steroid. Okay,
0: but now will my we know... My
1: friend has do you, okay. you ask the pharmacist, mm. the pharmacist will tell you the ingredients. But generally, um, if I think of what, what people stock for children, they have Lotus. Mm. That's a non-steroid. Nurofen syrup, that's a non-steroid. Okay. So, we, we take my page, you know, we script my page. That's a non-steroid.
0: But now there isn't proper evidence to link that's that it makes said, it worse. As
1: of midnight last night, they are saying you can use it, provided that you don't have contraindications to it. Okay. Just because the data changes minute by minute, I'm happy to keep updating you. Yes, um, please, um, we'd as as love to, next Friday, in, to have this show what I'm again. That's So as the facts come in, I'm happy to keep you all updated, just because, you know, I mean, there's another thing that I saw on social media where everyone was sending it to me, take a hairdryer, Put on the hair dryer. Stick your nose in front of the hair dryer. I also heard that,
0: and it sounded bizarre. Open your
1: mouth; it will kill Corona. You'll have third-degree burns.
0: Yes, <laughs> but not only that. <laughs> one, wonders, hospital, one wonders. One wonders that the the lung temperature should stay the same yes. all no. the time. That your body is no, you keeping it. At a, so I don't. You can't, you can't
1: do that. Yeah. Look, there are other the other things I think: drink hot water, drink warm teas, have soup. You know, those are healthy for you. Yes, and, you know, Chinese physicians thousands of years ago used to say have warm water with a bit of lemon, mm. you know, purple teas, ginger teas. There's nothing wrong with that. And know. also
0: because you Don't, said earlier that if you breathe it in it takes a few days to get to the lungs. It does. So would you if you I've if, been
1: advocating salt water goggles twice a day. I mean that's what I've been telling my, my family to do. Warm so water. Drink, warm,
0: water warm water and lemon a little
1: bit of salt okay. and warm water and lemon. Not not because there's proven data. That there's not evidence yes. based data that happens that's more what my grand and my mom used to tell us to do so that's more uh, but it also makes sense in terms
0: of what you're saying that it takes a while for it to travel down to the lungs that maybe you would be able to uh, help wash it down oh it looks like we've lost uh, dr adrianus will be calling her back stay with us dr adrianus of course a specialist physician um with all the knowledge that we need we will be getting back to her and uh, getting back to the information that she's been giving us stay with us Uh, our community knows her very well. She's our a very uh, beloved uh, Despina Adrianis, the doctor uh, who is a specialist physician as well. Back on air with us. We lost her a little while ago. Uh, Des, where were we? You would, we were discussing, gargling a little bit and just staying safe in that way. Also,
1: you know, eat, eat fruit. To, sorry, am I back on air? Yes, you're know? you back on air. Okay, so don't smoke. Hmm. You know, people who smoke I mean, I've been telling everybody in Greece, the biggest problem in Greece is the smoking, especially percent right. being I'm mean, actually, I shouldn't say the stats, I don't really know them, but every yes. second person I see yes. So,
0: yes.
1: if you are a smoker, stop smoking. You know, it will help. I know people don't think it will, but it will. You know, right. eat fruit, eat vegetables, stay hydrated, you know, drink frequently. Vitamin C, I mean, my kids don't like vitamin C supplements. I squeeze orange juice for them every day. Mm. You know? So, because all of those a lot things. Of the vitamin C can give you a lot of acid in your stomach. So, it actually hurts kids. Okay. You know, then there was another heart, give zinc. So, I thought, let me test it on my kids. My poor kids are the guinea pigs before yes. I, I punch something out there. They have them stomach Okay. <laughs> you know? so, so,
0: what other what vitamins saying, are good? I mean, that, that is very important yeah. to boost our immune systems at this time. Yeah.
1: Vitamin C, they say. Zinc, if you can tolerate it, mm. maybe 22 micrograms for adults, 15 for children. All of these, as I said, not evidence based, but you can definitely take them mm. to try and help boost your immune system. Uh, as long as you just eat properly, you know. Sometimes a lot of the vitamins make people more sick than anything. You know, it just depends. People overdo multivitamins. Okay. So if you do have a weakened immune system then you can just chat to your doctor because every patient needs different vitamins. Right. You know, we don't all need... We can't all take vitamin C. Okay. Sometimes it's contraindicated depending on other chronic treatments that you are take. Okay. We so, can't all take zinc because there may be problems. So zinc. would you
0: recommend people phone their doctors who know their I histories the safest, and just to I ask? I think
1: that's the safest thing. I'm worried. What should I do to boost my immune system? I give my patients that advice all the time, but every patient is different. So, would you recommend
0: a message to your doctor so that you're not inundating with phone calls all the time? Just what would you prescribe to them, them? an
1: email. Okay. Send an email. Every, as I said, there are certain people with altered immune system that hmm. do need uh, a more immune boosting. Okay. We, There's certain. Sometimes people give take or give their children too many vitamins. Hmm. That can cause abdominal pain. Headache, dizziness, you know, everything in moderation. The, the biggest thing out there is just try as much as you can to stay hydrated and, and stay away from all the sugary processed, okay. you know, unhealthy things, stuff whatever. that we know yeah. is not good
0: for us. Big One big of the messages coming right through now. here from a listener is, is there a pneumonia vaccine? Is there something to help
1: There's against? Pneumoc- there is. There's a pneumococcal vaccine. Most of our kids have had Prevonol. Okay. So they should, a lot of them should be covered. We advocate pneumococcal vaccine to people over 60 and younger if they've got comorbidities. No, we don't really, every year, punch pneumococcus. So mm. your doctor would definitely know if, if you need the pneumococcal vaccine with the flu Okay, vaccine. so when we message or and email to ask of, that also. There are, that's why I don't want to globally say 100% of people can have any vaccination. Your doctor will know if there are any limitations. So while we, we're punching the flu vaccine, is, as I said before, just to limit having influenza, corona, um, and, and, and really becoming really sick. And we've got a vaccine. You know, I think if the vaccine comes out against coronavirus, I think all of us are going to flock together. Yes, you know?
0: yes, 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 100%. <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: We're all, we're all
1: waiting. It should yeah. be about 12 to 18 months before we can access okay. that vaccine. Well, let's you know hope.
0: We, we will hope that you'll be keeping us updated. Tell us about the drive-through testing that we can do. Okay. Um, that's so quite important. Lancet,
1: Lancet has launched a drive-through test because people were complaining that they'd go to a lab and they weren't wearing masks and they mm. were in close proximity waiting. I mean, all the labs, not only Lancet. Of course, so it makes sense. It, we but all Lancet sit there in a waiting room.
0: room. Yes. Lancet
1: has launched a drive-through. Where people can drive through and be tested in the comfort of their own car. I'm sure the other labs are also in the process of doing something like that. Um, another system that the labs have put in place, because I know that, you know, we will all send emails, mm. they'll now only allow one person in a room at a time.
0: Okay, so is that all the all laboratories?
1: Yeah. And it makes sense, same there thing, are people
0: there same with same other with conditions. Adoption. I think we do yeah. need to stress this, that there are people that go to these laboratories for other tests as well, where already they are immune compromised. You know, life
1: carries on. So, and, you know, all yes. the hospitals are open and they're still functioning as normal hospitals to accept the heart attacks, yes. the kidney failures, the pneumonias. You know, all the hospitals are all working as normal. Exactly.
0: But the last thing so they need now is uninformed people that may have this virus to go into a laboratory uh, setting and just infect all those that already have existing medical issues. So what
1: the labs have done to prevent that as well, there's certain all doctors have a list of like past care and PAS and LANSA. We have a list of designated like depots where you go to be tested. You are you can't just go to any lab mm. to be tested. Okay, um, so I must I must be honest. They they very much on top of it. So they really. I, I think they are. We're just, just not that informed. Yeah. Um, we we not. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, well, uh, it, we at, at least us, us as the, are, the public. Right, public as as the is.
0: public, w- tell us now. Let's do a rundown. If a person starts to feel their throat is sore, they have a high fever, um, that we spoke of, um, over thirty eight, and they start to have shortness of breath and all the flu symptoms. That, oh, not even over sixty. A person okay, has these 68. things. Okay. What okay. is the protocol now? Do you message? email your doctor that you feel you have this what is it exactly that, step that is by step? that
1: is the protocol because you've got to tell them you know we're not allowing patients into our surgeries uh, our practices mm. if they are suspected COVID-19 patients and that's to limit doctors being infected receptionists, nursing staff and other patients that are there with other comorbidities so yes. you have to phone your doctor your doctor will then tell you okay this is the protocol these are the depots of all the labs that you can go So know, they will give you a list these, of those
0: depots, okay? They
1: have to send you a form. Without a special form, you cannot be tested. They will turn you away.
0: Okay, so you phone your doctor, you they get your form, you, your form. Your you go way. to the right place where you can be tested. How long does it take for the results to come back?
1: You know, they used to take 48 hours. I, I tested a patient on Monday. Um, also, you know, proper protocol followed. I was called, you know, we, we followed all the right protocols. And mm. we, they promised us the results this morning. There's such a backlog mm. because and for all people that have travelled, all people that have been exposed to a positive patient, they all qualify for testing.
0: Okay. So
1: there is a huge backlog. But you know, I'm quite impressed with the NICD, uh, the health department. They really have tried aggressively to, yes. you know, they've closed the schools, they Try to, you know, implement the social isolation. Uh, I think, I think the, 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 the media I, I has am been quite good. I think yeah. we've caught it, you know, we've we reacted as a country a lot sooner than America did or mm. in some other countries like the UK where they were trying to do that herd immunity, right. where they thought if it's white, you know, if it goes through the population, certain proportion will get it, they'll develop antibodies and those will run, you know.
0: Is that, is there is some truth to that?
1: There is, but I don't think when it's uh, a, a pandemic of this level, I think that we're going to end up having an Italy on our hands. So I'm far happier mm. with what we're doing at the moment. You know, We go to schools, close the universities, and yeah. we're trying to protect those vulnerable people so that not everybody gets sick at the same time. About 70% of the population globally will get coronavirus. This is what we've I mean, been you're hearing. you not escape it. Yeah. So if you don't get it this month, when you come out of isolation, you'll get it in a month. You'll yes. get it next flu season, or you'll get it if you fly overseas in December. So, because we don't have antibodies against it, mm. we are, at some stage, it's going to be like influenza. We are going to get it.
0: Are are the flights um, the problem when you speak about travel in December? Is it that you're telling, especially the weaker uh, part of the population, uh, not to travel uh, now no, and in the it's next few we months?
1: We fly life from a summer climate to a winter climate. Okay. So I'm not talking about that to Australia. I'm saying like, say we fly to any country, and this was true even before Corona. Mm. You know, when there was swine flu, when there's influenza, when you go to a country who's in the middle of a flu epidemic. Yes. You are at risk of catching it. It's just, it's got nothing to do with the flight or the, mm. you know, country. It's got to do with different seasons. So viruses like cold climb. Okay. This one over here, you know, we, we're still watching the space because I thought, you know, mm. if we're sitting at 24, 25 degrees, hopefully it won't spread so rampantly. But most coronaviruses, the common cold coronaviruses that we have before generally like the colder climate. Yeah. You know?
0: Okay, well um, we're going to have to keep, uh, keep a watch on it. Um, hopefully just we'll... another thing I yes, want to say because I've also
1: seen this trending on social media that they've said that a lot of the anti antihypertensive Need to be stopped. What is that? Give us a little bit more. The uh, blood pressure pills. So right. people are taking quick some I don't want to mention yes. this. It's, it's a family of drugs. So people for high blood, blood pressure. Yes, people that have got you know they've got PSC and they're taking tablets for their yes. for their PSC. They've also thrown in a panic that they and it's always the grandchildren that are so so right on social media. They're giving all the yayadas and the papudis. Well, we worried. We worried
0: about our yayadas right and so papudis.
1: But the thing is that the yayadas and the papudis cannot stop the blood pressure pill before they call the doctor because they stop the blood pressure pill. Their blood pressure goes to 200. And, you know, that will, I think, complicate a lot quicker than the coronavirus.
0: Right. So you're you know, saying, was there a fear that those pills could actually cause more yes, weakness? But that's also unfair. Okay, unfound. So please not, prepina They have to speak to their doctor. Okay. So
1: they
0: must speak to their doctor before. Is it recommended at all to maybe think of speaking to your doctor about it or just continue normally?
1: You know, I think because we are dealing with a pandemic, mm. I think the best thing to do is when you're in doubt, you call your doctor because we're being updated all the time. And you know what's true today is not true maybe in two days. Okay. So
0: So the message over here is: Do email your doctor. Everybody should be sending an email asking, you know, my case history. Please give me a few tips. Should I stop whatever? So an email to the doctor is something that we're recommending right now. Correct? Yeah.
1: Okay. Just just for your own safety. And I mean, a lot of my patients told me, you know, they're chronic patients. They want scripts. So a lot of them want me to do telephonic consults nowadays. Mm. So you know, for non-emergency patients telophonic consults are okay, you know, then the doctor will advise you, no, I need to see you come into the practice. Great. So there there has been a need for that. And globally, a lot of doctors are managing their patients by telemedicine. Okay, fantastic. So that is something that I've been offering my patients now, just because they're too scared to come Mm. to my practice.
0: Πολύ ωραίο yeah, right. και αυτό να το ξέρουμε το so, πούμε και στα ελληνικά ότι μπορούν οι φίλοι να πάρουν τηλέφωνο και να βλέπουν μέσα του διαδικτύου τον γιατρό του και να κάνουν έτσι τη διάγνωση ώστε να μην πρέπει να βγουν έξω και να εξαπλώσουν τον ιό αυτοί που τον έχουν σε αυτού που ίσως έχουν και κάποια άλλη ε, πάθηση. Είναι καλό και αυτό να το πούμε.
1: Ναι, ναι. Όπω είπα, δεν
0: είμαι σίγουρη ότι θα πρέπει να μιλήσουν με του δωρητέ γιατί θα προσφέρουν αυτή τη δουλειά. Αλλά ίσω αυτό είναι κάτι που πρέπει να ενθαρρύνουμε σε αυτέ τι for yeah. my
1: patients and there are patients and patients that come to my practice there's also very strict protocol that we've been given that has to be followed so yeah we can't have five people come into my rooms. Do you
0: know it? Okay. okay. patients will come into my so, room. The rest will wait outside. And also to please tell people to be patient. I think that is another good message. And to be caring for each other. Uh, to be careful it's when they coughing, cough important. into their yeah. elbows. Um, those kind very of things, important. I think, again, to yeah. reiterate. You've really given us so much information. Um, Dr. Adrianus, uh, thank you very much for being with us today. It's a, it's a uh, we do have to slowly start to wrap. But I hope that you can be with us next Friday when we... We will do okay. this show again and repeat and maybe next I'd week. I'd be happy
1: to do that and we yeah. can also just do a, a section of it in Greek. You Fantastic. Know, I'll have at least what the right terminology for all the medical conditions. We are all learning that. so much vocab. So next week, yeah. I'm happy to speak to the Greek listeners Fantastic. and, and, and you know, relay the news to them in Greek so they too can understand. That'll you know. be
0: fantastic but that we can do that, that next Friday. I don't
1: feel like that Greek terminology is quite different for certain conditions. No, like exactly. <laughs> it's
0: specific. No, no, 100%. You've given us so 100%. much to think about. Thank you so much. Uh, Pleasure. Let's all stay so safe. We'll ch- and you know, we're all
1: here to help each other as a community. That's it. You know, and if we do all help each other, we, we really will safely get through it. As I said, it, the mortality rate is still low. There's a lot of panic. It is fueled by social media and uh, I don't think we've ever had to deal with social Mm. isolation, not going out, not meeting friends. You know, this is something new. Absolutely. It is. So when we faced with something new, we yeah. all become panic-stricken.
0: It's normal, yes, the fear of the unknown. But, yes, the message but loud and clear from all the professionals, not to, to, know to panic. People
1: all the medical profession, pre- professionals are staying on top of it. You know, we're constantly liaising with our overseas colleagues. We, we're constantly updating treatment protocols. And, and we're lucky that we're two months behind. Sure. So we are now getting tried and tested right. treatment principles to deliver to our patients. But
0: at this point as well, important for us just to say thank you to all our doctors out there, to all the nurses out there, to the healthcare workers, the people that are putting themselves in the front line. It really is something that we cannot take lightly. Um, The heroes of our time right now, really, to be honest, and to all of you out there that are working tirelessly with your patients, with your communities, uh, a a great big thank you uh, for all the years you've put into study to be here for this time when we need you so much. I think it's very important that we put that Out there And that we realize
1: And to the GPs There's something else I want to say You know Everybody's used to Going to the GP They just walk in You can't do that anymore If you think you've got Flu-like symptoms And you've got high fevers, You have to let them know They have to Protect themselves You know Most people will go To the GP first Before they get to the session Sure Okay. So we need to protect our GPs out there.
0: Okay, let's use our phones. Let's use our emails. Uh, let's find a way to not infect others. Uh, Dr. Adrianas, thank you so much for being with it's us. We do you appreciate lot. it so very much. Keep up the hard bit. work and the good work. Thank, thank you, you so much. You. Thank you. Laura. Bye-bye. Have a lovely Bye-bye. day.